Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. I'm Dan Willis, the Millennial Motivator, and this is the Successful Failures Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Successful Failures Podcast. I'm Dan Willis, the host of the show, and today we've got Troy Sandage on with us, and I am stoked. Troy has overcome some massive hurdles to get where he is today. Troy is the Vice President of Creative Services for NextGen Dynamics. It's a creative marketing agency. The electrical engineer turned digital marketer, he's worked and partnered with Fortune 100 companies, small international businesses, nonprofits, government agencies, elected officials. He's done a little bit of everything. He's an avid storyteller. He's a power user over on Twitter. He loves to vlog. He's a self-diagnosed workaholic, and not in a bad way. He's listed as one of the top black digital marketing professionals in Illinois, and Troy regularly speaks, tweets, and contributes to articles on social media about marketing, authentic storytelling, black professionals, the age of millennials, live streaming, finding your purpose and overcoming obstacles. He believes that everyone has a unique story to tell and should be sharing it with the world. If he isn't working, tweeting, studying, or vlogging, the Chicago native is probably tweeting and didn't hit send yet. Welcome to the show, Troy. Oh man, you're like the highlight of my Monday, so for sure, get it. I love recording on a Monday. So much energy. People are so enthusiastic at the end of a Monday about everything that's got to come out in the week ahead of them probably the best reason why we do a successful failures podcast on the Monday instead of on the Friday. Everybody would be too happy on the Friday. I wouldn't get away with it. So Troy is somebody that I have been watching for a while on social media. The guy blows me away. We, we tagged in on, for those of you that don't know what Twitter chats are, you got to go figure that out. But brand chat is where I first found Troy and he was just rocking it. I popped in there with a video and he was like, mind blown. And then he immediately put out another video and I was like, that's, awesome. Troy is willing to dive in. He's willing to get his hands dirty and make things happen. And I love that. But for those of you that don't know Troy, Troy, tell them something about yourself, where you come from, what you're passionate about and what you're doing. So I always thought of something on the hardest look of hall you've never heard of until obviously now. Um, I really am one of those people who has a comfort with this just going hard. Uh, originally from Indiana, born and raised, um, I migrated over to Chicago, even though I've always been in time with Chicago sports. We're only 20 minutes away from Chicago anyway. Um, go Bears. Maybe maybe we'll make something happen this year. We'll see. Um, <laughs> I, currently, I currently am the Vice President of Creative Services for Next Gen Dynamics, the Chicago and Creative AC, um, North of Southern Chicago. Um, it's been a journey. It's been fun. It's been mad crazy. Um, aside from that, as Dan I alluded to, I'm a Twitter fanatic, um, probably a Twitter addict, if you will. Um, I haven't been involved as of lately, but you'll see me on Twitter all the time, and I do not schedule my tweets. If I'm tweeting, that's me tweeting. If I'm at 3 in the morning going to rant, that's me. I didn't schedule a rant. You'll know because you can't schedule Twitter for us. But I digress. The point is, um, I'm definitely deep into social. You can find me anywhere, literally at Brian Troy. I made it very easy for everyone to find me. It was funny on the plan words. I, people think I put a lot of thought to this. I'm like, no, I was just like, I need something short. Um, I didn't want my name, but people can't either can't say it can't spell it or it just doesn't stick so uh we'll figure that out and i was competing with troy the movie in the city of troy so it was kind of hard i'm like well i'm sure it should work um and then people are like oh i found troy that's what all of them are doing they meet me in person <laughs> and if i had a dollar for every time someone said that oh i'd be rich aside from that um you know fun fact about me um i actually was a musical 
I did Jolteman Technical Dream Coat and Gospel and a few other side projects. Um, I love to paint. I play the saxophone. Um, I don't say I sing, but I'm not too bad on the karaoke night. Not too bad there. So pretty diverse, but uh, that's me in a nutshell. That's quite the nutshell, man. That is one giant nutshell. I'm loving it. All right. So the whole point of the podcast here is to really help people that are out there that are struggling with success and failure hand in hand. And those two really do go hand in hand. I'd love to hear how you define success. Oh, man, coming at me hard. All right. I got this. I got this. Um, so for me, success is kind of like, I want to say this way for other people who are entrepreneurs and people who are all about data. Um, when you look at data from a concrete standpoint, you can't, sure, it may tell you it was a failure, but if you look at it beyond it, there might be some underlying values as to why something didn't work or how it could be a positive. For me, success is not defined by um, the amount of money. It is not defined by titles. It's not defined by if you're a corporate, you know, model, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're even big on social, if you're not, whatever your profession is, that's not to me. And success. Success for me is the amount that every day you wake up, you're happy. Mm. You're happy because everything else that I just mentioned is a means to an end to make you happy. You need more money to live a life that you want to live, whether it's to travel, whether it's to have enough money for your kids to go to school, whether it's you don't have to worry about debt, that's that thing. Or if you're trying to be an entrepreneur because there's something burning inside of you that you have to give to the world, you want to make a difference, you see a little space that's owned that you need to dive right in to make it happen, then yes. If you know you want to be in a relationship, have a family, whatever your happiness is, that's success. Then as far as from a business standpoint, it's whatever means within the business realm that catapults you to your happiness or maintain your state of happiness. I love that. And, and that's so key for those of you listening. It, the happiness isn't in those monetary values. It's not in the, the, the titles and the, I'm just like Gary Vee. Look at me go. That's not what it's about, guys. The, those are just vehicles to get you where you want to be. I mean, I dropped Gary Vee there, but he, he said he wants to own the Jets. When he owns the Jets, that's not going to be happiness. That's just a vehicle to get him to that happy state. I love that. I love it. Yeah. And maybe for you, it's the Bears winning a bowl one day. Maybe. <laughs> well, I'm tired of seeing the 1985. Like, that's something we can talk about. Oh, man, I was the most excited ever. And not so shit with the kicker, but Lord God, give us a break. That Seriously. was our chance. But this isn't a sports podcast. It's another for another day, but if Chicago lawyer lets you understand the struggle, so <laughs> I um, appreciate I Bears because fans. the Cubs won too. So I, I appreciate a Bears fan because you guys have heart. At the very least, no matter what, you guys have heart. I will give you that. Hey, I'm a Cubs fan too, and I've heard that my whole life. When we won it, oh, was I bragging? I was uh, bragging. So I accept that. We we definitely heart. Cubs fans it, are the best people to hang out with. They're loyal. It'll be sweet when you guys win that bowl. So we've defined success, I think, in a really, really beautiful way. I love that idea that happiness has to be part of that process for you. What's the opposite then? What's defining failure? Hmm. I think you can chop it up in many different ways. But obviously, opposite of track, with success comes failure. Um, for me personally, I feel when you hit a point in your life where you're done trying, that could be in a relationship, that could be at a job that could be with pursuing your dreams, 
whenever you're at that spot where you're just like, I'm done, whatever caused that and it mitigated that, now you're failing. You're failing. Now, mm-hmm. failure isn't always. We always we always think, oh, I can't get back up. When all you have to do is get back up. Now, people say that. It's a little bit more complex than that, obviously, depending on the context. Or for me, failure is when you just lose your heart and you just want to stop. That's for me. That's what failure is. The longer you're continuing on, you can, for example, uh, we all say life isn't a sprint; it's a marathon. I don't care if you're in a walker, a wheelchair, and you're still moving forward. You're at least still moving. Maybe yeah. you're not moving as fast or as luxurious or as not as sexy as you like it to be, but you're getting the job done and you're making progress. That's all that matters. When you stop, or even if let's say you go backwards, then you're failing. Then you're undoing all the work you just did. So for me, that's how I feel about failure. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the two that you've got going hand in hand here. So the, the byline, I ripped it from Winston Churchill, is success is not final, failure is not fatal. And I think that yeah. that's so it, that, that people, sometimes we a crowbar, we hit that hurdle, and it, it feels like a nail in a coffin, and it, it just yeah. doesn't need to be. And that momentum, like, yeah, I tripped and fell, but I'm cool. I've got this. I can pick myself back up. I can keep moving. I can keep doing what I'm supposed to be doing. It, 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 I'm not dead yet, so I've, I've still got a little life in me. I love that mentality around failure where if you stop moving, that's the problem. Start going again. Keep that pace moving. I love that. So this is probably the hardest part of the podcast. It's where I ask you to share a failure of your own. Okay. That's not hard. I'm a failure every day. I always no. say uh, people look at me at a, as an expert, right? They look at you as an expert in your field, in your interview, your little niche, right? We all are experts in our own strongest set, right? But I always say I'm, an, I'm forever an, a day one expert. Hmm. So today, by the end of today, Facebook changes the Agua for the one millionth time. And everything that I said today that was relevant to the Facebook marketing platform doesn't work anymore. Guess what? I have to reevaluate, restudy to make myself an expert again. I'm a day one expert always. So on the flip of that, I fail all the time. Let's say we both have a time to schedule something. I'm going to work out. I'm going to knock out 10 blocks. I'm going to do three videos. I'm going to knock out these meetings. I'm going to get our invest report done. I'm going to get this RFQ thing done. Going on with my life. We're going to play basketball. I'm going to cook dinner. Uh, watch two movies on Netflix. I'm still going to time to finish my book and then get six hours of sleep. And then it doesn't happen. Yeah. In theory, I failed by planning my day. But at the flip side of that, well, what else happened? So for me, this is one thing that I feel like I failed at. And this is something I've always dealt with my entire life. No matter how good I get at it, uh, no matter the accolades, the awards, it's something I always feel with. Every time I wake up, and I look at myself, sometimes I'll do certain things, and I'll say it naturally, just I'll catch myself saying it. Like, oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, it probably won't work. I'm speaking negativity into something I didn't even do yet. And that already sets the tone for me to think I'm going to fail. That just opens the door for all the insecurities, the paranoia, uh, the, the back of B plan, C plan, D plan, down to F and Z plan for me thinking I can't do something. And I'll start off thinking, I can't do something. Now, that's a problem. To me, that's a big failure that I deal with on a daily basis. I feel like I'm probably not going to but if I am, then, okay, it is what it is. But I highly doubt that. But that, to me, is something I've always dealt with. Even, let's say, for example, it's kind of like you're, when you're a child, right? You're an aided in this thing. Uh, you get in trouble. And your parents call you in. You're automatically thinking of how many ways it's going to go wrong. 
what's going to happen. You got all these things going to go down. And then you get there, and it's just it's like a talk. I know the talk, you're laughing, you're having ice cream, you feel better about yourself, and you move on. It wasn't that bad. But we're so quick to think negative or think the absolute worst, which is not the thing you should do when you get to a serious situation. That's the little thing. When you get to a serious situation, let's say I have a call, I go to a big meeting to uh, handle a situation with a client. Um, they're not happy about it. Well, it doesn't help me by going to the meeting thinking of all the possible ways that this is going to go wrong. Now, sure, strategically, I should think of other solutions as to they may ask this question, this question, this question. Let me have an answer about perspective. So I'm working, I'm always a work in progress of working on my mind's perspective. Because if I control my mind's perspective of not building all the things that could go wrong, then I'll be better. So that's something I'm always throwing at, thinking I can't do this. Yeah, I I know so, so many, especially in the hustle-driven economy that we're in, where we are our own worst enemies. There, less and less we're seeing teams out there, and more and more it's that solopreneur, lone wolf mentality, and we can really be our own worst enemies for sure. Uh, my heart goes out to, to, to those that struggle with that. I know I, uh, I struggle with PTSD. I, I've got that where there are days where it's just like, whoa, this weight is on you. And to break free of that, it, it's no small feat for sure. I, I love that. But I, I think in that failure that you're having every day, I think what I'm hearing is that you've got a lot of success that you see every day too, right? I think so. I think, again, from perspective, I'm always about that. So a little... Backstory about me, I had three brain surgeries. Um, I've mentioned that to a few people. And more so more was I've had other media outlets I've kind of shared that story out front. It's kind of like before, I don't use that as my uh, running on of what to do. Um, I, and I seem like I think I lost you somehow. No, no, I got you. Still you. Hear me? Yep. Oh, well, Zoom is still showing that you're not here. So I'll just keep talking anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know when I'm gone. Okay, uh, so I've had to start share the story not to be open or to be used like a facilitate other means to an end. Um, it's to share people that you need to appreciate life. I think time is the most expensive, most important commodity that we have. And we've all talked about this in previous Twitter chats before um, about time. And sure, I'm always going to go get, I'm always going to workaholic, if you will. Um, always fighting hard because I was so afraid to fail. Or even in failing, not getting back up right away and just shaking it off and just keep going. Because I always thought, you know, when you're a leader, when you're trying to get to the top, you got to give it all you've got, leave everything on the floor, insert every analogy that people tweet about every moment with a quick image on Instagram and Twitter to feed people the fire of, you know, entrepreneurship life is so glamorous. There's a whole other side to that. Even if you're not an entrepreneur and fully commitment, just the spirit of entrepreneurship, whether you lead a team, whether you drive a company, there's still a spirit of entrepreneurship. And for me, going through those three brain surgeries just woke me up. I was already woke, but I mean, I was woke. And for people who don't understand what woke means in the kind of the more of the black community, it's to be aware, to be another, think of it like enlightenment or self-awareness, if you will, uh, which is a modern cliche, if you will. Um, and I was like, okay, uh, when I do this, when I wake up in the morning, I'm so much more thankful for waking up. So now I'm thinking no matter how bad the day may go or how negative it may seem, just the joy of having the ability to create, to do things, to pursue what I want to do as far as my dreams, my goals, my vision, 
make an impact in the world is such an important and that's okay. And I think that's what helps uh, me the most in those situations. And people will say, well, how did you, how did you get from that? How did you continue on? And the funny thing is during those times, I still was tweeting. I still was mm. sending out positive vibes to the people. And I think a big thing in the entrepreneurship world and people's leaders, when you see someone else do well, you should be co-graduating. You should be one of their biggest supporters um, going in there and communicating with them what you're trying to do. Um, this isn't this isn't a situation, even amongst maybe competing um, people, you shouldn't be thinking that way. I feel most times um, we should be open-minded and really help people and explain that. So with me, I'm going through all these things and I'm still happy for the people. Oh, I wasn't thinking, what was me? Sure, you ask why is this me when you're an entrepreneur and you go out there, and especially if you're doing your nine to five and then doing your entrepreneurship on the side. You're going to have moments where you're alone and you're like, what was me? You're going to think no one knows what I know, how I feel. And you're going to feel like I'm a failure because you're going to, you're going to learn entrepreneurship. You're going to think, oh, this is my one chance. There's many one chances. I always believe if it's not meant for you, it won't. Something, it will close the door. But if it's not for you, the doors will open. That doesn't mean you don't have to put in your work and ethics. So, sure, I think along with that, you mentioned PTSD. I wouldn't say I have PTSD, but I have a similar form after searches of trauma, where you're like, can I do what I originally was going, what I could do before? Um, you don't think, oh, when I wake up, move your hand. I, at the time, I, I, could, I would think about it, but I couldn't move my hand. I couldn't uh, just be my hyped up, always energetic self. I was mad. I was wasn't depressed, just mad. It was weird for me. So thinking about these things where, okay, I, I can't, crank out a blog. I can't just go do live streams. I can't just tweet a storm and have all these creative ideas. I was flatlined wearing blank. Now, I'm not talking about, um, you know, you don't have the creative mind right now. I really didn't have it. I didn't have the juice, if you will, to just crank that stuff out. And going through all that and still just trying to work, I mean, you're stressed about money. You're stressed about your dreams. Is this, what do I got to do? Do I have to adapt? But I always say, in those moments, you find out so much more about yourself. Now, I don't really talk about myself. I'm more of a team of humbleness and just cranking that out. But when it comes to people, I'm just trying to do as much as I can. The reality is, and I hope if anyone's listening, you take part in this, you got to keep going. Just because, let's say, you start an entrepreneurship and your first idea doesn't work, your thousandth idea doesn't work, your millionth idea doesn't work, doesn't mean that you aren't successful. It just means you just found a million different ways that whatever you thought was going to work, yeah. And you adjust accordingly along the way. And that's just life. That's just life. And that's what I love so much about you, Dan, your energy and your spirit. I mean, the moment we connected on Twitter chat, I mean, it was just like, boom. And I'm not, we're not saying this to just be saying it, you know, hey, you're an influencer, I'm an influencer, we're trying to grow our power. It never even crossed my mind. I'm connected to a friend who I feel really strong ties with right away. And it's, it's almost like, hey, if there's anything I can do that help you connect with you, I'm doing it. Why? Because that relationship is there. Because I want to. And we and for you to open up with me about your PTSD and other things, that's transparency. That's being authentic. That's saying, oh, I can dig a little deeper with this person. And yep. I feel like to tie it all back in, that's the problem with some of our readers. We're not saying you got to tell everyone everything's going on in your home privately. But the more you're open and transparent, the better you'll establish those baselines, those fundamental key emotional ties to get one to 
build those relationships to help fund your business, to be part of your team, whatever you're trying to do. And a part of that is owning your failures, owning it. And I mean, sometimes you just got to scream it out loud. When I, uh, because these lancers I have are called hydrocephalus, that is basically saying, you know, for those who don't know, your brain does not hit the top of your skull. It literally floats in liquid if you don't know that. You can look it up. Um, what I was doing, I was making three to five times more fluid than the average person. So imagine you're, uh, I use the running water, for example. You're putting water in a, in a jar, big jar, and then it's filling up. And you, let's say you try to put the lid on top of the jar, and you're still pumping water. And eventually, the lid's going to pop out because there's too much stuff going on. So that was going on with me. And I was so concerned about um, what I'd be able to create a think and do things that the other stuff that was going on didn't really matter. When it comes down to the, the nitty-gritty of your life, money doesn't matter. Our account doesn't matter. Being verified doesn't matter. Being listed among Gary's V's top 100 list doesn't matter. A lot of, if I would say if social media put the slate clean today and you lost all your followers, I guarantee you I have a strong following of people who would reconnect with me because of the relationship I built, not yep. just have numbers look up. So when you're approaching failure, look at the bigger picture. Okay, you might have failed in this, but you succeeded here. If you woke up the next day with your right mind, with the drive to still go on, and to me, you're already starting off the day successful. Uh, there is so much gold in that in that entire piece right there. I, just gonna just gonna give you the recap on that there, guys. That uh, talking about being woke, if woke's not your language, revelations is all it is. When you go through hell and you look back at what you went through, there is gonna be a point of revelation where you go, oh. The beautiful thing with what Troy was saying, where we're not alone in this. We're not a bunch of independent solopreneurs fighting it out for the last scrap. We're a group, we're a community that's looking to build each other up and each success does that. It's not just the successes that do that though, guys. When we hit a failure and we're open about that and we're transparent about that, those moments of revelation that we had, we save other people going through those failures. That's massive. It's absolutely massive. If you think you are the first entrepreneur to have an idea that failed, give your head a great big shake. Great big shake. Troy does it every day. He told us so. Okay? Like, <laughs> this is a reality of the life you're going to live. And this isn't just entrepreneurs, folks. This is business. This is in your personal life. I know I'm a dad. I know I'm a husband. And I guarantee you, with, with seven kids, I must screw up as a dad at least once an hour. It's going to happen. It's a reality. But we got to own that. we got to realize there are other dads out there. There are other husbands out there, wives out there, moms. Those people are out there. And you're not making failures alone, okay, guys? And that's the real power in this. When you can tap into a community, build re legitimate relationships. I'm not talking superficial, look at my 10 million followers. I'm talking the 10 people that are near and dear to you, that know you, that transparent, humble relationship is going to allow you to grow from failures one from another and success is one from another and when that happens look out because that movement troy was talking about it's not going to stop it's just not wow okay uh <laughs> it's like drinking from a fire hydrant here i'm just trying to process everything that came out uh so yeah absolutely monumental i i appreciate you sharing those struggles and it definitely does hit real close to home in a lot of ways. And I, I think for a lot of people listening, that's the case too. Um, and, and seeing that you, 
you bounce back. You, you don't let it keep you down. I think that that's something really powerful that people need to take away. Normally, I would ask you to share the success that you got out of it, but I think you you ripped it all open there in one big massive value drop. Uh, so, I apologize because I was having technical difficulties, so I couldn't monitor how long was going on between the screen and the audible. You um, nailed but I'll it. wait to your, to your point. One thing I think people forget when it comes to this is family or your support system. I know you go hard every single day because of your family, not just from the, just the monetary component to take care of them, but you want to provide a certain lifestyle, certain life for them, a certain example for them that they will be proud of. And I think many times, if you want to be a successful entrepreneur or a business leader, whatever it might be, you have to think about your support system. You're going to need it. They have to understand it. Trust me, there's no way in the world I could be as involved in social media if my wife did not understand that, hey, I'm working eight to nine. I'm going to go home and do a live stream at two in the morning for an international conference versus watching Netflix or something. Because you understand that's my life, so that's my work. That's what I've chosen to do. I'm pretty decent at it, and she's accepted that. Yeah. On the flip side of that, too, when it comes to, as an entrepreneur, you're doing money and you're trying to put things all together, things aren't making sense. When you have that extra support who understands, hey, you know what, babe or husband or wife, whoever that significant uh, other might be, speaks to you and says, we can cancel our trip because I know that money can be used to help fund your entrepreneurship. Whatever you're trying to do instead of you going on there, you're trying to go to a conference. Now, I don't know if you ever brought your spouse just to go to a conference, guys, if you're listening, but it's a different thing. It's not a vacation. You're there for a purpose. And for them to sacrifice that to understand what you're trying to do. It's phenomenally huge. So you need a good support system. You cannot go out of alone. And on the flip side of that, when you're failing, as Dan alluded to, when you're thinking about the people you're supporting behind you, it just drives you. You get that third win, that fourth win, that fifth win, that sixth win. People ask a long time, can you give me three tips on, or like there's some freaking headline or something that it's just, I don't know why we talk like that, but we do as marketers. It works. I hate it, but it is what it is. Three, seven, nine drives me crazy. I digress. Um, on how you came out of the ashes and all the alliteration they try to put at me. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I'm just a normal person like you. You know, like, and there's things that you guys are listening to that I've never gone through that I wouldn't be able to understand. Like, I can understand in theory, but I wouldn't be able to understand. So, everyone has their own story. Stop competing and thinking, but Troy has the, the sappiest story of survival versus, or Dan has the sappiest story of survival and coming out of the ashes that I can't do that they don't know my story if you have an idea and you want to do it you're listening do it i'm sure you're both of us right now we're taking time out of our day not only to collect because we're awesome friends to record that <laughs> but to share our experiences and to again reiterate and reinforce to you guys that you're not alone in this and failure like how many times Dan, answer this every time you put the usb in your computer have you ever once messed up and had to turn it around at least one. At least one. Right. So it sounds really silly, but if you do that, you mess up, you just, oh, I messed up on the flip. Let's say you flipped it, you still got it wrong. And you got to keep flipping and you finally got it right under the fifth time. I know some people have done that. Don't, don't throw it like you have it. Um, there's a little trick to that if you didn't notice. But anyway, so you plug it in and now you got the following is what just fine. You need to tell me I'm going to focus on the, the, the two to the five times I didn't get the USB plugged into the computer. No. But in theory, you failed, did you not? Yeah. Did you not fail? Yeah. I'm not going to think about that. So take your fails with a grain of salt. How bad was the failure? How bad was the mess up? Sure, we're not big mess ups. I might miss a turn on the highway. Okay, you go to the next exit and turn around. 
But yep. you failed in that moment, did you not? Yep. How many times have you eaten a wing and you missed your face in the barbecue sauce straight <laughs> across your face? Because you were too involved in the dance. You failed. You took an ale because you failed and you just couldn't eat. You forgot how to eat. It happens to all of us. These little things, you're laughing, but if you apply to entrepreneurship and business, you're going to have those little nuances where you technically failed, but it wasn't a big deal. And I know that sounds, hey, it was a big deal. I, I, I missed that $10 amount or that $100 order or I didn't finish that quarter on time. Or that you're going to have those, but if you look at the grand scheme of your business, the grand scheme of your vision, it's like one minute shot. You mean to tell me, Gary Vee, for all his success, someone's going to say, Gary Vee, you were late for a presentation two minutes. Yeah. He failed. Oh, my God. Look what he did. No. Not even close. You can get so successful that your failures are not even obvious to the natural eye. Like, Danny, I wish I could be like him in video. I don't have the time. I, I wish. I don't know how you with your whole family. I don't even know how you do all the videos. It blows my mind. And then after I can just, I can pick your brain on how you organize that. Because I can get, I'm like, in my, I might have an amazing video. I'm going to shoot for a conference. It'll take me three months to edit the post on YouTube. So I don't know how he does it. There's some magic and mystery work. But again, we're just trying to tell you guys it's okay. Failure yeah. is not obsolete. And failure is only what you think. All right? Failure is really a direction to take you somewhere else. So that it's okay. That's exactly it. Okay, guys, that's the value that you need to leave this with. Okay, all that other stuff was pure gold. You can write that down in the notebook, take it with you. But the point you're leaving on is it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Own it, roll with it, move forward. It's not baggage if you use it to move ahead. You can just keep building, keep going, rock it. I, I love it. The, the, the tip for those of you wondering about how to knock out more video, lower your standards. I've got super low standards with what I put out. But the, the reality is, guys, Troy has been a blast. I, there's so much good stuff in here. I recommend you go back and listen to it all again because you know that there's something that you missed somewhere in there. So go listen again. Uh, shout out to Troy. Where can they find you, Troy? Hello. Find Troy everywhere that online presence exists. So you're good. You'll find me. Find Troy everywhere at Find Troy. And if you guys want to see both of us, Social Media Week Lima in Lima. Lima? Lima. I did it wrong. Lima. Lima. No, you had it right the first time. You're good. Okay, I got it. I got it. Um, I failed. And then I didn't fail. And then I failed again. But we're good. Social Media Week Lima. Troy and I will be there with some amazing folks. We'd love to see you guys there. I'm going to drop that link in the bio along with all the great stuff Troy is up to. Have an amazing week. Anything else you want to tell these folks? Man, don't ever think you can't do something. Go hard. And you know what? You don't have to live in the hustle time, whatever lifestyle. Just be you. We need more of you guys, not us. Let me try to email your lives after us. Email after you guys. Do you. Love it. Thanks, bud. We all have our story, and I'm looking to hear yours. As Successful Failures Podcast continues to grow and build influence, we are looking to get more and more powerful stories of how people have overcome failure to find success and enjoy life the way that they have it. If you have an amazing story that you think would be of value, don't hesitate to reach out to me over on LinkedIn or dan at millennialmotivator.ca with your story, and I would love to connect and see if we can't get you on the podcast.